Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We're going to introduce a new song to you. We get a little drink of water here. Amen. This song will bless your soul. Well, it's written and it's real that my Jesus heals. Well, it's written and it's real and it's for you. It's been tested, it's been tried, and it fully satisfies. It's been written and it's real that my Jesus heals. Come on, sing along. It's been written and it's real that my Jesus heals. Well, it's been written and it's real, and it's for you. It's been tested, it's been tried, and it truly, and it fully satisfies. It's been written and it's real, that my Jesus heals. Hallelujah, Jesus is a healer in your life if you allow him. Amen. Amen and amen. I'm excited about this song. When I found this song, I ran around work one day singing this song and the spirit of God started to move on me. I sing the song around the house. The spirit of God starts to move on me. I sing it in the car. Praise God. And the spirit of God starts to move on me. I want the spirit of God to move on me. I don't know about you if you're not a believer. Hallelujah. This song will help you to become a believer if you sing it with all your heart, meaningful and believing the words that you sing. Hallelujah. God will have his way in your life. Sing it two or three times on your own. Once you get the lyrics down, hey, it'll be good. Tell me. I'm going to put the lyrics in the notes so that you'll be able to see it. Uh, probably be on the website too, but for sure it's going to be on the notes on the podcast. Here we go. Well, it's been written and it's real that my Jesus heals. Well, it's written and it's real and it's for you. It's been tested, it's been tried and it fully satisfies. It's been written and it's real. That my Jesus heals. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands to the Lord because we know God is a healer. Hallelujah. When you got mental problems, when you're stressed out, God is a healer. Amen. When you feel like there's no way out, God is a healer. When you got somebody sick in your life, your kids are sick. Hallelujah. You don't know what to do. You don't know which way to turn. God is a healer. You turn to the doctors, they shook their head. Hallelujah. You turn to your friends, neighbors, and relatives, they shook their head. They said, take them to the doctor. You said, I took them to the doctor. The doctor shook his head, shrugged his shoulders, raised his hands. I don't know what to do. My hands are up. Hallelujah. Or the doctor may even tell you, go home, take three pills and call me in the morning if the condition doesn't get any better. But I tell you, based upon your faith, Hallelujah. And the will of God in your life. God will heal your sick. God will heal your illness. God will touch your life. Amen. Hallelujah. You may have problems in your finances. Don't know how to pay your bills. Can't budget right. Hallelujah. Read the word of God and his money plan for you today. Hallelujah. Trust God. Believe in God. 
Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. God will open up the windows of heaven, open up your mind, and give you an understanding on your finances. He'll teach you how to do your money. He'll teach you how to handle your bills. But the key factor is that we have to be a willing vessel. We have to be willing to listen to the word of God when we read it and let it get into our hearts. We have to be able to hear the word of God attentively. Not passive listening, but hallelujah, learning, listening, intimately listening to God's word as we read it and meditate on the word both day and night. As he commanded them in the book of uh, Deuteronomy, uh, or Exodus, teach these words unto your children and let them meditate on it day and night. Hallelujah. Train up your child, the Bible tells us, in a way that it will go. And when they're old, they will not depart therefrom. Hallelujah. Jesus is a miracle worker. When you're thirsty, hallelujah, he'll give you some water to drink. He'll give you the spiritual water, which is called the Holy Ghost. But let me tell you, friend, you got to be thirsty. You got to want the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You got to believe in the Holy Ghost. You got to believe that God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. One of the miracles Jesus did is when they were at a at a wedding and they needed some drink. Hallelujah. Jesus, his first miracle, he took it some uh, water. There was pitchers of water laying around. Hallelujah. And we have water all around. Water is a very valuable uh, substance, a very needed commodity in America, especially when you're trying to survive in a dry and thirsty land. Hallelujah. And I tell you right now, we are in a dry and thirsty land. Our world is in a dry and thirsty predicament. Hallelujah. Our world is thirsty for something more than it has to offer of its own. People are searching, looking, and trying to find the answer to life solutions. Hallelujah. Just like it was at this first miracle. Hallelujah. They needed something more than water to drink. But Jesus turned the water into wine and gave them some wine to drink. Hallelujah. And they, but they didn't know. They thought it was water. They said, Ooh, this tastes the best water we ever had. It's wine. God's wine. God provided the need. Jesus Christ himself turned the water into wine hallelujah for this first miracle that he did that he could be believed in and i'm telling you today if this world will turn to christ jesus uh, our lord and savior what a wonderful place would it would be he healed the sick he raised the dead and he can do it for you hallelujah if you're dead in your sins he'll lift you up and uh what i mean by dead in your sins if you said, I'm not going to sin anymore, I'm going to forsake my sins and I'm going to live for you, God. I'm going to change my life. Hallelujah. I want to be on the right path going to heaven. I want to have my slate clean. I don't want to have any sins over my head. The Bible says that some men's sins go before them to judgment, but other men's sins follow after them. What does that mean? If I'm going to go to the, we all are going to go to the great white throne of judgment and what that means is when we get to the great white throne of judgment and god is judging us for our life if our sins have gone before us that means they're unforgiven sins unrepented sins we're going to be uh uh judged by those sins hallelujah because once you're dead it's over there's no more time to repent 
for your sins because you have died and there's no you can't ask for forgiveness at that point but hallelujah if you get to a point in your life where you say god forgive me i am a sinner hallelujah and i want to get my life right before i pass on into eternity because eternity is a mighty long time my friend and we have to decide where we want to get uh where do we want to spend eternity and we have to do the best that we can to spend eternity in the best place hallelujah it's like when you go on to look for a house or or gonna buy a car or gonna get some shoes or whatever it is a dress uh, for women uh, a nice suit for men you want to get the best that you could afford you want to get the best that you like hallelujah and you're gonna work hard at it to get that amen it may take a week a year or two or so but you're gonna work at it hallelujah and god wants to make sure you make it to heaven hallelujah so we gotta make sure that our sins are behind us hallelujah meaning we repent of our sins before we pass away and we are forgiven of our sins hallelujah forgive me lord for i have sinned for i am a sinner god and i want you to forgive me of all my shortcomings and my sins god in the name of Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah. Amen. So there's healing that takes place when you ask for healing. Healing In John chapter 4, verses 46 through 54, hallelujah, Jesus healed the royal official son in, in his home, not his hometown, but in a major town called Capernaum. Hallelujah. Jesus is a healer. Now this guy of royalty, that's like Bill Gates or, or Jim Bezos or, or somebody with a lot of money, royalty or the king in England or, uh, or the president of the United States, uh, or someone of high stature, hallelujah, getting touched by the hand of God. Do you think that this royal person did not in, in the city of Capernaum did not turn into a believer? I believe he did. Hallelujah. Let Jesus work a miracle in your life. If you're wavering, hallelujah, in your belief system, hallelujah, or maybe your life is good the way that you like it and you don't seem any reason to pray and to ask God, hallelujah, for forgiveness because you feel you may not have sinned, hallelujah. Maybe you don't want to read the word of God. Maybe you don't want to hear the preached word of God because you feel that you're not a sinner. But I hear, I'm here to tell you that the book of Romans tell us that all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. But this is our opportunity to get our life right, hallelujah, to change our ways of living, Amen. Amen. To change our ideology of it's my way and my way is okay, but your way is not okay. Every time you look in that mirror, praise God, you see a miracle. Yes, you are a miracle. Your mother and your father, they got together, praise God, hallelujah, and developed you. And that's a miracle in itself. When you cut yourself, and you see that sore, hallelujah, start to heal and mend on its own. Praise God. That is a miracle. God is a miracle creator. I'm telling you, and you've seen miracles every day. But we got to get our life right with God. Hallelujah. If you don't believe those miracles happened by God, I don't know. The Bible tells us we are created in his image. Hallelujah. So if he got a scar and that scar heals on his own, we get a scar. 
And now Scar Hill's on his own. Oh, this is modern medicine. We can put a little alcohol or some mercuricum or uh, some other kind of ingredients on it to help speed up the process. But let me share a thought with you. Not too long ago, I had a real bad cut on my finger. Hallelujah. Went to work. I just kept washing my hands at work, washing my hands frequently. And it almost seemed as if as much as I was washing my hands, the next day there was an increase in the healing. Next day, another increase in the healing. Next day, another. I mean, I could almost literally just watch it happening on my hand as I continued to wash my hands in water. Praise God. Well, we serve a good God. Amen. We serve an awesome God. Amen. Praise God. So what I'm trying to do is get to a point here to where we believe God. God will come to you in your moment of need. When there's obstacles in the way, where the doctor says, sorry, I can't come and I really don't have the answer. When you call on the phone to get a bill paid, when you're looking for whatever it is in your life and you can't figure it out on your own, there's no obstacle in the way that's going to stop God from getting to you. Either he'll send one of his angels. His angels may come in the form of a preacher, may come in the form of somebody that's a believer in Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, the Bible tells us that we serve, that we entertain angels unaware. So you never know when you're going to be entertaining an angel sent by God. In Revelations, the Bible tells us that we, uh, that the, the church, uh, the angels are, are in the church. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Amen. So uh, the seven angels, if you would, those are the pastors of the church, the seven churches and in, in revelations. So we have a way of God speaking to us, of God communicating to us. Sometimes it's going to be that small voice in our minds. Now, who was that? Did somebody call me telling me to do right, telling me not to do this, not to turn to the left, but to turn to the right? I'm telling you, the disciples was on a ship. They didn't know what to do. They were just floating around. And all of a sudden in John chapter 6, verse 16 through 24, here comes something walking on the water. What in the world is that? It was Jesus coming to the disciples. Praise God. And he told one of the disciples, come here, come out of that boat and come to me. And as that disciple had so much faith at that moment, at that time, he saw the Christ the son of God, the living God manifest in the flesh. Hallelujah. He saw Jesus and he jumped out of that boat and he started walking on that water because his faith was so strong. It's knowing I can get to God. If I can see God, if I can touch God, I got the faith to walk on water just like God. But the situation was this. He got to looking around where he was. The carnality of the man got involved. You see, when we're walking in the spirit, when we're walking in the spirit, and I believe the apostle or the disciple at that time was walking in the spirit because he denied the manifestations of the flesh. He denied doubt. He denied confusion. He, he denied everything that said he can't do it. Hallelujah. His carnal mind, his, his visual thoughts, everything he was taking into his natural believing, all of that was 
passed aside and he was in the spiritual realm as he was walking on water. But for a split second, and that's all it takes sometimes to fall from your walk with God is just a split second. But a split second, he looked around him. The carnality kicked in. He says, oh, I'm walking on water. I don't believe this. I'm in the spiritual realm. Boop. He started to sink. I'm telling you, my friends, we can get to higher places and we can do greater things through Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. As long as we stay in the spirit of God. Amen. So I compel you today. If you're not walking in the spirit, if you have not walked in the spirit, Hallelujah. Give me a phone call. Praise God. If you believe the word of God, want a Bible study, contact me. Let's get together. Let's do this. Listen to into his word pot, uh, into his word, uh, dot com. Hallelujah. And the, 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 uh, uh that's the website, but at uh, the hallelujah, I'm just excited about God. I tell you, I get excited about the word of God. I really truly do. Because the word of God has done so much for me. He's delivered me from alcoholism and just about everything else that goes along with it. Why do I say just about everything else? Because I wasn't doing everything else that goes along with it. But for sure, I was an alcoholic. And God reached down from heaven one day. I remember one day I was in my mom's backyard drinking a beer. A lot of people have heard this testimony and this may be some of your very own testimonies, but on my own, I could not quit. But as I was sucking on that beer, looking up towards the stars on a hot summer night in Altadena, California, I said to myself, hallelujah, one day I'm going to go to heaven. So what was I telling myself under the wrong spirit? Even my soul, even my innermost being, all those being consumed by those evil spirits that lurk inside that bottle. My inner soul reached out and said, "You, I want more than this. I want a relationship with God. I want to be able to live for God and do great things with Jesus. Hallelujah. And here I am today, some 25, 30 years later, preaching the word, telling people about God. <coughs> Amen. So with all that being said, Jesus did it for me. The Bible says it's written. Or the song says it's written and it's real. And it is written. He's a deliverer. He took the children of Israel out of Egypt and delivered them. He took them to the promised land and delivered them across the Jordan River. Hallelujah. He took them through 40 years in the desert and delivered them. I don't know how old you are listening to this podcast, but I'm sure as uh, I'm sure as sure as you are listening to this podcast, you have the ability in your heart to make it right or to make it to the left. I pray that you make it right with God because going to the left is doom and destruction or going to the right. Is life everlasting with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The best insurance policy you can have is with life Christ Jesus. You'll live on for eternity in bliss. You'll be blessed. You'll be in, in, in the kingdom of God singing a new song, having your name written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. Every book, over 3,000 promises, every one of them is yours. Every healing God can deliver and give you. Are your feet hurting today? Is your heart hurting 
today? Are your fingers, what part of your body is hurting today? Give me a call, contact me. Let's pray about it. Let's believe God for a healing. When everybody else says we don't know what to do, let God heal your body. Put your faith in God. He that believeth in me as the scripture hath said. That's what the Bible says. He that believeth in me. That's what Jesus said. As the scripture hath said. <coughs> so. Whew, got excited there. So trust in the Lord. With all your heart. Proverbs. And lean not into your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all your ways and he will direct your path. Oh, my friends, hallelujah, it's written and it's real that my Jesus heals. Yes, it's written and it's real and it's for you. It's been tested, it's been tried and it fully satisfies and it's written and it's real. That my Jesus heals. God bless you. Tune in frequently. I usually put a podcast out once a week. Trying to increase that. But you know life is life. Hallelujah. But you can feast off of it. I have a little library here. Feast off of the word of God. Get into the word of God. Read it for yourself. Just don't listen to what somebody tells you. You will not ever develop a relationship just by listening to what somebody else tells you. Oh, yes, I can. Well, listen to this. When you see that girl, when you see that man, and you talk to your friend, the, the in-between, the middle man or the middle person, and you say, I want to, hey, go tell that person over there, that man or woman, over there that I want to meet them or I like them or how do I get to know them? Tell them that I'm interested in them. And if your friend goes and does that, that's about it. That's where it may stop. But the point of the matter is somebody between who somebody has to make the contact. Hallelujah. You know how it was when you was in high school and junior high and elementary and you go, hey friend, you run over there. Hey, hey, hey. I like that person. Go tell that person I like them. So you go tell that person, hey, my friend likes you. So that person looks, goes, hey, whatever. So you go back, hey, I went and told them you like them. What did they say? They just looked, said whatever. You know why? Because there wasn't any contact made. You have to make your own contact. Nobody can make your con contact for you with someone you want to have a relationship with. Your contact comes on your own between you and Christ Jesus. That's why I said earlier, or if I didn't say it earlier, I'll say it now. I know it was in my mind. It was in my heart. And now it's going to come out because the Bible says out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And it says this, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. God bless you. Until we meet again, remember, into his word podcast or into his word.com that's i n n t o his word.com that's two n's i n n t o his word.com yes that's intentionally done it wasn't a mistake and remember it's written and it's real that my jesus heal 
Well, it's written and it's real. And it's for you. It's been tested, it's been tried. And it fully satisfies. It's been written and it's real. That my Jesus heals. God bless you. Lord, bless this world that we live in. Bless the hearers of this word. Hallelujah. Let them tune in again for another encouraging word. For the Bible studies. Hallelujah. Let them contact via email, via phone call, whatever it takes, God. Bless this worldwide ministry. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.